everybody. Welcome to the third episode of the Insiders on Real Estate and Marketing. I'm Sandy Hibbert. This is my co-host, Troy Olson, and we're going to share inside tips on real estate and marketing that's going to transform your business. I am so excited to be here with you, mister. How Good to are see you? you? Happy, uh, happy uh, almost uh, March. Where happy are we? almost Easter. Easter. I mean, we've yeah. got all these things coming up. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Hey, if you did miss the last two episodes, be sure and check them out on our website, theinsiderspodcast.com. You can sign up there also. Give us your name so that we can shoot you an email when this podcast goes live. Um, we've had some good stuff. I'm feeling more comfortable and, you know, I'm ready for spring. I'm, I went and did the New York thing and... Got my dose of crazy, and that was wonderful. And uh, you survived. I did. I survived. Now I'm. I'm a little worried if you're surviving or not because you've been so dang busy. What's going on with you? You know, uh, last late last year, when you go to economic forecast meetings for 2020, and all indications and mm -hmm. signs says that 2020 is going to be better, they're smarter than me because it, it is, it has been, and it's going to be. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll have 10 listings by the end of the week. So uh, it's, whoa, yeah, absolutely booming again. Well, that's why we so. chose this subject listings to talk about in this episode because we're going to find out and dig deep into your brain yeah. as to what's going there's on there's a lot in there <laughs> i know that's true <laughs> um you know i had a little spring tip okay. i wanted to share for our realtors um this is the perfect time of year to get outside and do something for the community so i had a client one time who did a dog id party and he sent out flyers in his farm area did a little social media stuff, got onto the community website and promoted this thing heavily and had a huge turnout where they brought their dogs and they did some kind of ID program with the dogs. And he was the hero. So I think that there are some really cool things that we can do, our realtors can do to promote their businesses, even if you're not a real estate company, if you're a cleaning company, if you're, you know, a donut shop in a particular neighborhood. Well, I think as, as a real estate agent, we want to, you know, coin the term, we're the neighborhood expert. You know, you can do that with a sign writer, but I think that takes it above and beyond yeah. to a whole nother level because you're not hiding behind the sign writer or social media if you have a listing or two in a certain subdivision. Yeah. You're actually out in the park, you know, in the amenity center, in the area, wherever you are going to host this. And people get to come and see you, you know, live and in person and you get to build that relationship. Mm -hmm. So when the time comes for them to, you know, list their property, they're going to remember the realtor who did the dog party. Absolutely. So what kind of spring event are you cooking up? So we actually are going to do a uh, client happy hour event. Um, there will probably be some adult beverages, and we're actually going to do those. We're, we're going to do this on a the patio. Parties. Um, <laughs> the parties, not the adult beverages. Um, we're actually going to do this uh, on a patio uh, in uh, Legacy Hall. So oh, wow. for whatever reason, if we do get rain that day, obviously we have the opportunity to just uh, sneak indoors. So um, you know, beyond, that's a really cool area. Yes, it's booming up there. It's uh, close to a lot of uh, where my clientele you know work and, and on their way home. So. Um, be on the lookout for that. Very cool. Well, Troy, I know you've been so busy. In our last episode, you were like, you know, hanging your head over almost because January had 
about kicked your tail, but mm-hmm. I think February is even increasing, and you you've done bold. And then I heard that you went to Keller Williams Family Reunion. Yes. Yeah, so what's that all about? Um, I've always in, uh, wondered what that was about. It's uh, it's big. In fact, I think there's only six cities that can actually hold us. Um, oh wow! I've heard numbers between fifteen and eighteen thousand people. Mm-hmm. So we kind of took over uh, downtown Dallas, the Dallas Convention Center, and all that. So this was my first. Uh, Keller Williams family reunion, mm-hmm. obviously uh, being new there. And what I really learned from from the family reunion was not only where we came from, where we are, but certainly where we are going. Uh, you know, big company, uh, international company, a lot Huge. of exposure, a uh, lot of technology. Uh, in fact, was, was even fortunate enough to be um, in a private breakout session with top individual producing agents. Um, mm-hmm. With Gary Keller and uh, to oh, be wow. in a room with him and you know about a hundred. So he's um, really there. Oh, he was. I mean, he was in front of me along with there was probably a hundred agents, mm-hmm. maybe hundred and twenty in the room, mm-hmm. and it was individual agents, and we really got to hear other agents, you know, stories and, and great networking, uh, outbound referrals. You know, this isn't just you know go to the conference, go to the breakout sessions. It's an opportunity when you're in the Starbucks line or you're having mm-hmm. lunch or you know, you're at an event or like I said, just in the hall waiting for the next session, you know, to exchange business cards. It says their name and, you know, the the market, the city that they're from. So, um, I mean, I, I left with uh, lots of new friends and contacts wow. um, all over the uh, all over the country and, and even into Canada. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. it was it was great. Fantastic. And so how many people were there and where I, was it? It was at the Dallas Convention Center. Oh, it was here. Okay. And uh, yeah, this, last year it was in um, New Orleans. Um, this year it was in Dallas and then next February, uh, it's in Las Vegas. Oh, wow. Uh, so Ooh. we can already start registering for that and, and booking hotels cause it's, yeah. uh, it's going to fill up fast, obviously. You know, so. Keller Williams is huge here Yeah. in DFW. I don't know about all of Texas, but it yeah. is, I have had more clients from Keller Williams. Well, in, in, in the market center that I'm at, at Preston Frankfurt, um, the Dallas Preston Road, there's 587 agents on the books, mm-hmm. uh, give or take. So just, just at your office, just in my office. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's cool then to get in front of your fellow agents Mm -hmm. and uh, have that camaraderie, I think is huge to inspire you. Not that you need to be inspired particularly. I know that you're moving a lot of listings. So tell me about that. What are you doing in the world of listings? Um, I think you've got some secrets here that we well, need to share. Yeah. So a couple of things that we've been doing is, you know, the the, the coming soon, you know, sign riders actually uh, we're getting a lot more sign calls than we were before. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a shortage of inventory. And again, last oh, yeah. year is, is last year. And it isn't just in, in one city. We're talking one was in Prosper. Um, one was in Salina. One was in Frisco. One was in Plano and one was in Allen. Mm-hmm in all four of those properties. And we're talking 300,000 to 575,000. So that's a pretty big mm-hmm. price range. F- the last four that I've activated have contracted in less than 48 hours. So that just goes wow. to show we are, if that's happening in mid-February, mm-hmm. what's March, April, May mm-hmm. um, gonna look like as we, we get into you know, a new school year? Exactly. So you really think that the coming soon attracts it gives people because they're afraid that they're not they're that, gonna miss out. That they're gonna miss out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've got one going on uh, in the MLS on Friday in Salina, and somebody from the subdivision has already contacted me wanting to get in the property before we we open the floodgates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a it's a great one story house, which you know that depending on the buyer, that that's something that. There is a shortage of these one-story houses. Mm-hmm. So um, 
I don't see this trend uh, continuing anytime soon. Sellers are, are happy. They're a little nervous that it's happening so mm -hmm. fast. And, mm -hmm. you know, we got to help make arrangements for temporary mm -hmm. housing until, you know, their new their new home is done or, mm -hmm. or wherever they're going next. Mm -hmm. so. Well, all the reports, Dallas Business Journal, I think last week wrote a report. Uh, Steve Brown, mm -hmm. Dallas Morning News wrote a report that the market is going to be better than last year. And and last year we were up. This mar this year they're saying it's even going to be, I think, 3 to 6% better than last well and, and we're seeing it also in open house traffic you know last oh, you know, really? year or two it's it's been a little slow you don't mm -hmm. know what you're going to get but we're we're doing a lot better job with with open houses having a little bit more purpose uh joint joint venture yeah. with you know other agents who are are also have listings in there mm -hmm. um you know guys it works you know call call a fellow agent regardless of what brokerage firm they're with find out if they're willing to, to host one uh, find out the traffic count that they've had on theirs versus their days on the market capitalize on each other's traffic. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, we've, we've been able to really, really do well with that. Is this what you're talking about when you talk about reverse prospecting? Reverse prospecting is somebody uh, has an MLS portal built for a buyer. We don't get to see who the buyer is, but we get to see who the agent is. Contacting that agent saying, hey, you have a buyer who has flagged you know, my my property. This is the MLS number. This oh, is wow. the client number. Um, you know, where, where are you with that buyer? Right. You know, when are they, are they local? Are they, are they out of state? When mm -hmm. are they coming in town? Will you be previewing, um, you know, the listing before they get here? We're going to have an open house on that property at this date and time. If, if you want to come or, you know, if, if you want to send them, if you're so busy, following so. up with your agents, absolutely. Is huge. They've already raised their hand and said, I have somebody who has what you, what you have. They mm -hmm. want what you have. Mm -hmm. Let's take a little extra effort right. and, and market that property. It takes to them. two sides Absolutely. to sell a house. Absolutely. So if you're missing out on that aspect, you're missing out on a huge part of your market. Yeah, and also you want to show you want to show you know your seller that it's not just a sign in the yard. And again, yeah, the last four um, went quick, but I also have two that that have been you know sitting there for. 30 to 60 days. You know, you got to you got to work you got to work a little bit harder on those. Yeah, you do. Keep the momentum going. Mm -hmm. So, any other secrets on getting those listings? I mean, you're getting listings from all over the metroplex. How is that happening? It's almost like somebody's giving those listings to you, but I know that's not how it sure. works. So, so give uh, us some secrets here. Again, you know, being back in bold and they require us to make 100 contacts a week. And if you don't, you get fouled. And and I talked about that on our last episode. Mm -hmm. It's amazing when you hear people say the harder you work, the luckier you get. And when you get in that mind and you get in that zone, mm -hmm. these are um, the two that are going up this weekend, one in Little Elm and one in Salina. Those are both past clients, past client referrals. Mm -hmm. So again, work your sphere, work your database. Right. You know, a good friend of ours, Jim Fight, mm -hmm. said, and I'll never forget this because it goes with real estate or any other business that you're in that you're marketing, activity breeds results. Do you remember that? Absolutely. Activity and, and breeds results. And something that Jim always talked about is one equals five. One equals five. Oh, yeah. Big deal. And in December, you know, he always preached check in, don't check out. And again, I'm one and, and those that, that know me, you know, I don't check out. I don't shut it down. I just I don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so one equals five. And again, you should get five referrals, um, you know, out of out of a out of a transaction, mm -hmm. you know, Brian Buffini talks about is, you know, A, B, C, and D. You delete the D. You know, the A's are going to <laughs> just, the A's, your A client deck is going to just, when the word real estate, the words real estate come up, mm -hmm. that client is automatically thinking, you know, of, of me. Mm -hmm. The B's, um, you got you to gotta stay in front of them a, a little bit more often mm -hmm. 
to make sure that they do refer you the C's. They probably would refer you if if they knew how to find you or contact mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I had somebody um, contact me from uh, Savannah, the subdivision up on 380, and they contacted me through the website. Well, I had his information in my phone. We had communicated via phone and email before, but it was literally 11 months ago. So he went to my website wow. and did an online submission. And I called mm-hmm. him and it's, you know, hey, hey John, um, thanks for, you know, your inquiry on the website. Sounds like you're getting ready to do what we talked about, you know, last And last you did this spring. on the phone? I called him up. <laughs> and he gave his phone number, his email address. And, uh, you know, if you go to my website and you look at so, there's a list of things that I want to capture. Uh, I actually got that from my MAPS coach, uh, Alice Daly. It's, it's the Daly team. On their website, there is a, it's not just first name, last name, email address, phone number, comments, submit. It is a questionnaire tutorial learning everything about, you know, that particular seller or buyer. Mm -hmm. So you can have what we learn in bold called the Ford uh, conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, So I knew everything about the house and the situation Mm -hmm. before I called him back. And I had just made this improvement to my website the week earlier. He was the first one mm-hmm. to actually use it. Now, didn't you used to do that on your pre-listing appointments? Remember? Yeah, yeah. You so used to do those, and you a, used to have that. You, I even created a pre-listing. A pre-listing uh, presentation, presentation would go out, and it, it is a it's an abbreviated version of your listing presentation. You don't want to send them all the tricks and trades and secrets, but yet you want something to show up either in their in uh, inbox or on their doorstep mm-hmm. um, prior to you coming out there. So there's a little bit of you know. Who's the guy coming in? And, <laughs> right, uh, right. So uh, like that. Th- this helped get me a lot more information on this particular client mm-hmm. and their situation. Mm-hmm. They want to they want to move to Frisco and um, you know into a bigger house. It's kind of a move up situation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm grateful uh, that Alice you know shared that and said absolutely you know do that on your website. And I would encourage you know other agents to do the same. Very thing. cool. Very very cool. Do the secrets on getting listings, which is the hardest thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but now that you have them, we have to market them. Yeah. So let's talk about that. And uh, the, when I think of marketing a listing, if I, I kind of go back into terms of typical marketing 101. And I think about what you have to do when you market any product is you have to gather a few things. Mm-hmm. You've got your product. You've got to know the market for that product. You've got to price it accordingly to the market. You've got to build the content and then you push it out. I mean, whether that is selling jewelry or selling a house, it's some basic marketing 101 stuff. So you've got your product, your home. You've got to look at the market where that home is. What kind of price is it going to pull? So price it right and price it to sell going out the bat, right? Um, then you pull your content together, which is your marketing tools, and then you push it out. And the MLS to me is right where that starts. It's number one on my list of 13 marketing initiatives to take to sell your listings. And we're going to cover these really quickly. Troy and I are going to hop all over these. But the first thing to me is starting with a strong MLS description and pictures. And as a marketer, let me just interject this before you say something, that I work for a lot of realtors and I watch the MLS and I jump on that as my initial way to push out a home. And if they're starting with great pictures, great staged homes and great descriptions, my job's already done for me. You can put that out on social media and it's going to be successful. 
Well, and I always give the homeowner, the seller, the opportunity. It's not my property description. It's our property description together. I will I will draft it and I will send them the MLS sheet and incomplete status so they can review it. Right. And I tell them, I don't take it personal if you don't like the way that I describe the house in the property description. We only have so many characters to do that. Mm -hmm. Now, if, if they have done a complete remodel on that, We'll talk about some of the high level, you know, remodel, remodel items that they did, whether mm -hmm. hey, we put a new roof on, we got a new HVAC, mm -hmm. the major mechanicals that people are the most concerned right. about when they when they buy an older home. And then we'll create an actual bullet point of all the updates uh, that the homeowner has done mm -hmm. and and when they did it and say, oh, new AC. Well, that's mm -hmm. a very vague term. It could have been a new AC in 2012 and now it's eight years old. Right. So I let them review and edit and interject to the proper description. Nobody can brag about the property like the ones who live there every yeah, day, all day. I, so, I was just going to say that, like you were talking last episode about the emotional sell. Yeah. No one knows the emotional bullet points about they a house better than, the, in that better house than the seller. And they had kids in that house. Yeah. So kids could have graduated in that house. So I make sure they are part right. of the process. Uh, and then as far as you know, photos. Photos huge. Yeah. If somebody doesn't like what it looks like online, they're mm -hmm. certainly not coming out. So, I mean, I'm going to endorse full package media. Every single listing I have, if you go look at the pictures, mm -hmm. they're from full package media. Mm -hmm. They are as good as advertised and I love their work. I always get the photos back the next day. So I can set the expectation with the seller. Mm -hmm. Hey, if the photographer is here on Wednesday at 12 o'clock, I'm getting those photos back tomorrow. We're going to have everything else done in advance. Mm -hmm. We're going live the next day. Yeah. And and I have to attest to the success of Troy's marketing um, preparedness because I can be hit from MLS of a new listing, a price reduction, or whatever's going on with any, one of your listings. And I go to his website and there it is. So it's, it's seamless. It seems like your process is seamless, and I like that. So the pictures are great. Your houses are usually staged, and I think staging is is a really big deal, especially once you get past four or $500,000, you get into that realm. You want to look at houses that, that look like model homes. Absolutely. And a stager is wonderful. So doing that from the get-go, to me, is the biggest beginning, is, is the biggest step to take in qualifying and marketing a listing. Well, so get your tools together on MLS, get your pictures, make sure that they're great, they're well lit, pay to have it done, right? I mean, I think that that's important to have professional photography taken with wide angle lenses so you get a room. And empty photos don't look good online no, because they people don't, they don't, don't know what that room is, especially mm -hmm. if there's two or three empty rooms. Yeah. And then you feature it on your homepage. Mm -hmm. So I can go and I can see a new listing that it's flagging me. It's telling me this is a new listing or this is a featured listing. Uh, this is the why folks, this is the reason why folks have been talking about having your website, making sure your website's up to date because it should be the hub for your listings. No matter if it's a three day old listing or a 60 day old listing, you need to have that listing being vibrant and consistently being pushed out through your website. Um, number four on my list, use email to get your listings in leads inboxes. So how are you using emails to promote your listings? So we know who the other top agents, you know, in our, our area are. A lot of times we compete with them, um, um, you know, when we go out on the listing yeah, appointment. So, sure. you know, when you have a listing, make sure it's distributed to other top producing agents in the area, because again, 
They run with high level sellers, they run with high level buyers, and you want to get it out, you want to stay in front of it. They're not in the MLS. We don't have time mm -hmm. as, as, a, um, as a mega agent to be looking in the MLS for every single you know, new listing that comes on. When I build uh, MLS portals for my client and I tell them, you know, heart your favorites, light bulb your possibilities, and delete the ones that you don't like so they don't come up again. I don't look in the trash and say, well, let's focus on what they don't like. I look at the heart, <laughs> so I focus on what they do like yeah. because before we go out, that gives me a better idea uh, of what we're looking at. I'm going to pick up a buyer uh, after the show, and we are. this is our third day out, right. and these are all third showings. Like they're, they're out of state buyers. They've never been here before. Um, you know, he starts work here in May. So today is the day where we have to make a decision mm -hmm. on their top four houses. Mm -hmm. um, but again, they've been flagged from day one mm -hmm. as the benchmark. It's two resales and it's two new builds. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. Right. Good point. Email um, is pretty broad. So that's one way to do it. Another way to do it is to do email blasts to your A-list. You never know if they have a referral uh, for you or if they've got a child that's just graduated from college or gotten married and they need to upgrade or buy a new home or whatever. So always include your new listings on an email blast to your A-list. And something that realtors don't do a lot of, which I'll throw in here, is creating a landing page. If you're using an email client like um, Eye Contact or Constant Contact or MailChimp, which is my favorite, they have a way that you can make an instant landing page so that, that you can then use that landing page as the target for an email blast and you can get more leads that way. So that's another way to market your listings. We want to look at everything we possibly can to get that listing out to the market. And we talked about last month or last episode, the passing parade. Mm -hmm. um, you have to catch people where they are. So these are. this is why we're doing a variety of marketing aspects for your listing. Another thing is marketing listings and descriptive blog posts. So you want to market your listing with your blogs. If you've got a blog on your website, then create a blog on that listing with very inside descriptive pictures. Maybe this is where you put the... Um, homegrown video where you're talking to the people who are selling the home. You make it personal. You make it rich. You show some picture, pictures that possibly aren't on MLS. You make it different and you post that uh, on your blog and send that out. That's huge. Um, host open houses. Something that uh, a couple of years ago was kind of a dying breed. Now I'm seeing that resurgence in open houses. Let's talk yeah, about that for a minute. It's, it's picking back up because again, it's it's an additional way to showcase. Sometimes it's it's broker tour, and uh -huh. if if you want your own, if you want your listing on the broker tour, where again six eight agents will get together, we'll we'll get a bus service, and my listing doesn't get showcased. Do unless, agents really do that? I mean, I think that's kind of huge well, to it, stay in touch with what's going on. For agents, a, but in a luxury perspective, it is because, like I said, those typically will take longer to sell just because of the price point. Fewer people can afford a million versus you know five hundred thousand. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what I like about that concept is your listing's not on the tour if you're not on the bus. Mm -hmm. So it is it's that you know pay to play type of deal. But again, you got to know what your competition is doing, and it's also constructive criticism. Sandy, this is your listing. It's been on the market for 120 days. Um, this is what I think that, you know, you need to do to help move that. Now let's go to my listing. And I've been on the market for 145 days. We've had 12 showings. 
we're not getting bad feedback, but we're not getting offers. Right. If I'm overpriced, I need I'm over I need to know that I'm overpriced. Mm -hmm. With the showing time app that we have, um, you know, you can rate your showing experience one through five. A lot of times agents they don't want to hurt another agent's feeling or hurt another seller's feeling. And we're not in the business to do that, but I need honest feedback. Am I overpriced? And if sure. I am, tell me that. And if there's a recurring theme that we're overpriced, if we've been on the market for 30 days, we have 26 showings and no offers, but no bad feedback, we're overpriced. So um, I like the idea of the of the tour, the broker tour luxury to get feedback from my you know fellow agents about excellent. what we got going on. Excellent idea. Um, a couple of other things on the list. Create a striking video. Leverage social media. I mean, this stuff is out there. It's available. You've got to be on it. You've got to have your account set up. You've got to have great pictures that are sized and optimized for Instagram. You've got to have your videos, the link that Instagram and Facebook stories require. I mean, there's a little bit of work to do. But once you have those things set up, leveraging those accounts and those networks is huge. There's an agent uh, in our Frisco office, um, Will Coburg, and nobody does video better than Will. Oh, he's gosh. very charismatic. He's, Gotta check him he, out. He's full of energy. Uh, I was actually in a class that he taught uh, in late February mm -hmm. where he was not only talking about the equipment to do it, and it's not a lot of, ex of expensive equipment. It is simple things that you can do right. with your iPhone. But then he showcased a couple of the videos and the listings that he had. He has fun with it. And, and that's what we need to do. And I learned a lot from him. Like I said, you need to check him out. There was one. Uh, What's it, his name? Will Coburg. Okay. Uh, and he's on the Jan Ritchie team, Frisco. Uh, Keller oh, Williams I love office. Jan Ritchie. And there's one that he did uh, around Halloween where oh. he literally is like sitting with like skeletons and monsters and like having a conversation with them. It is hilarious you have Troy, to watch sometimes video. crazy works uh, i mean <laughs> it's very entertaining especially in the world of social media you gotta have fun with this you really so. do you really do amplify your listings marketing with advertising so you've got a great marketing campaign rolling and you have within your budget if you're selling luxury you've got enough money in the budget to do some advertising i think to create ads for your facebook stories and your Instagram stories, which by the way, we're going to have an episode coming up on Instagram ads and how to conduct those and how to really utilize that service. But doing that kind of advertising is only going to get more eyes on your listings. Um, do you do any advertising? Mm -hmm. um, something that stuck out to me, uh, and I know we're going to talk about um, um, mailers here in a second. I went on a listing interview last Friday in Sunset Point in Lake um, in Little Elm, mm -hmm. and the homeowner literally brought out a direct mail postcard mm -hmm. from seven months ago from um, Travis in our uh, Keller Williams Allen office, and they said we kept this postcard because this is our exact home minus the pool. We don't have a pool. That home sold at X. Was it a just listed postcard? It was. It was. <laughs> wow, so that's cool. I went I went and looked in the MLS when I got back um, on what it sold for. It actually sold for over list price. Mm -hmm. But there's an example of where somebody kept a just listed postcard. 
because it was their house and their they house. knew eventually they would be moving up and building uh, another I love house. That. I so love I, that. and I saw Travis at Bold <laughs> and Alan yesterday and I was I was telling him about that. So yeah, he he did a good job with that one, sold it again yeah. over list price fast yeah. and uh, that's a good benchmark comp for us. It really is, and let's just jump on down to that. Sending mailers is important and I know it's it's costly, it can be. So it needs to be part of an overall campaign. Again, you need to know what your budget is. You've got to get your tools together like I'm always preaching, and you've got to decide how much money you can allocate on that particular listing. But on those listings that are in the luxury market, you can usually afford that in your budget to do some mailings. And mailings are huge. I mean, I know agents, and I, I've done it for you, who include a farm area mailing, whether they have a listing or not. It's just part of their overall marketing campaign to brand that team or that agent. I think that print is still very vital. And there's companies out there, Sandy, where if if this is the subject property and I want to pull a hundred addresses around that property and do a just listed or a just sold campaign, mm -hmm. they do it for mm -hmm. you. And and I'll give you another example. Last Friday at seven o'clock, I went to a little elm to interview for a listing. Um, she's in Paloma Creek and she's on the southernmost tip of, of that subdivision. Mm -hmm. Well, if people live three or four streets over or to the north, they don't drive by her house to go to work or go to church or go shopping or, right. or whatever because she's kind of tucked away. Mm -hmm. There's an opportunity for me to, again, educate around her that we got a new listing coming and you got friends, family, coworker, whatever it may be that mm -hmm. want to live in this area. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they may never know about it. Yeah. So we got to go to them. We can't wait for them to come to us. I, I think it's huge. I really do. And I know that, that one-offs don't generally work. Now, maybe your client, your listing appointment, maybe that was not a one-off postcard that was sent by your colleague. Uh, my experience is that you need to be on a campaign. You need to be doing that monthly to a neighborhood. And then when you do submit or put out adjust listed, it's got more effect to it because they're used to seeing what you're putting out there. So remember just to build it into an overall campaign. I think that's really important. Well, and there were four agents that interviewed before me mm -hmm. because I always ask the question, if I get this list, when I get this listing, I want to know why you hired me. And for whatever reason, if you don't hire me, I want to know why. So A, I can learn from mm -hmm. my mistake Absolutely. and do better in growing my business. And, and I found out the next day that they are going with me when I asked why. They said, you presented ways to market my property that the other four agents did. Now, I again, it was seven o'clock on Friday night, but you got to bring the energy, um, you know, regardless, because again, they are interviewing you. They are. So that's- It's all about the chemistry and the connection. So always ask, Why'd you hire me? Why didn't you hire me? That's a good point. That's a good point. A uh, couple of last things on the list. Create a single property site for your listing. A lot of brokerages offer this service in the luxury area. I think that that can be a, a, another thing that you can leverage in your marketing of a listing. And then, of course, we've been peppering this throughout today's discussion. Share your listing information with your fellow agents. Uh, that networking probably does more than anything else that you can do. Um, so I think that overall, we're seeing all these bits and pieces and things that you can do to market your listing. So what happens when that listing is sitting there for 60 days right. and, you know, agents call me frustrated. I got this listing that, that can't 
seem to move. And, and I know that's frustrating. I know that this market's been up and down. There have been times when we've got 15 offers on one house and it sells in two days or 24 hours. And then you've got another listing that's sitting there that seems like it can't be sold. And I think that some of the key points that Troy brought about pricing and how you're leveraging social media, how you're leveraging your marketing opportunities is huge to be able to continue doing that. You can't give up. No, you, and know? you have to show the seller you are working on it. So when it says, what are you going to do to sell my house? And mm -hmm. if you say, well, you know, I'm not doing anything other than the signs in the yard right. and MLS. You know, again, you have to show them what you are doing mm -hmm. to move the property or mm -hmm. they're going to move on from you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So we've shared a lot of information today um, on listing, on marketing, on uh, pushing a listing further and doing more when you need to, knowing when to pull back. Um, to make it easier to bring all this home to you, there's three things that I'd like for Troy to tell me what your takeaway is from today. Three things that our realtors can go home and jot down, put on the refrigerator so that it continues to inspire them. Well, I mean, we're all busy. We're all running 100 miles an hour, especially, again, when the market heats up. But um, you got to stay focused. I mean, I again, I've got a couple of projects going on and, and I, I pulled the plug on one of them and said, OK, I know that it was part of the business plan to make this this division department branch of uh, of, uh, of my Disneyland, you know, start growing. And, and I put the brakes on it again. I've got to focus on what produces, you know, money and sales and referral and commission right now. And that's obviously, uh, you know, my transactional mm -hmm. you know, real estate business. So stay focused. Um, again, uh, you can only juggle so much. Set the expectation with your client. Something that I taught, um, there was a, a big discussion on that um, uh, in, the, in a breakout session at Keller Williams with um, top individual agents. There were two, two uh, ladies on the panel, one from Florida and one from Oregon. And one was doing 15 million, you know, one was doing 25 million. They both have small children and you know, they, they have each had one assistant. You have to set the expectation from second one with your mm -hmm. seller of this is, <clears throat> this is how we're gonna communicate. Um, this is everything that's gonna happen from the time we go on the market or when I leave to mm -hmm. when you get your money, when we close. So always set that expectation up front. That way, you know, they're not confused. Um, and finally, I mean, and I'm as guilty uh, as the next person. And there's a lot of people that, you know, I'm close to that, you know, when are you going to slow down and when are you <laughs> going to do this and when are you going to take vacation? Not going to happen. And, you know, li life is short. Um, you know, life is short. You got to find balance. And, and, the number one takeaway from that conference in that breakout room with with Gary was there were agents in that room that are selling a whole lot more than me as an individual agent, yet they have balance in their life. So I'm going to do a better job to find that uh, in my life uh, in 2020. Awesome. So how about you? What uh, what are your three takeaways from today? Uh, simple stuff. You know, marketing is redundant. So you're going to hear me saying a lot of the same things all the time because it's what it takes to do good advertising and marketing. You're going to plan, you're going to execute that plan, and then you're going to repeat. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you might think that people are getting bored with your posting every day or multiple times a day. You think that, oh, I've done this so much. The problem is you're getting bored. 
People aren't getting bored. No one's getting bored with your advertising unless it just sucks. But the problem is that you stop. So you have to repeat. You plan what you're going to do for your marketing. Then you execute it with the right content. And then you're going to look at it. You're going to adjust it. And you're going to repeat, repeat, repeat. Very and good. then before you know it, you're living the good life. Like Troy here. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Gary Keller says you can be wherever you want in five years. There you go. But you got to start today. It's good. I like that. So that wraps it up today. Um, thank you so much for being a part of the insiders on real estate and marketing. Next month, we're going to delve into luxury. So we're going to continue this talk about marketing and listings, but we're going to specifically focus on how do you break into the luxury market? We're going to have a special guest with us, so it should be fun. So be looking for that. Until then, everybody, have a great spring or beginning to one. Ciao.